Hello everyone, this episode of my podcast is going to be a bit weird. It is about the events coming next year for the astronomical calendar. So to start off this episode, I would like to say big apologies for making everyone think that this is going to be just a normal space talking and teaching podcast episode. It's not though. So, yeah, let's get to it. Hello, everyone. Yes, I am back with another episode of my podcast. Like I said in the beginning, this one is going to be a bit weird. So, to start off with, I would like to thank you for those who have been listening to my podcast. And if you guys would like to, you may subscribe. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. So, the first astronomical event for this, not for this year, for the year 2022, so that's going to be next year, will be the Earth at Poo, at Puri, no, hang on guys, sorry. I'm still trying to get, I'm still trying to get back into the gist of things. Earth at Perhelion, that's how I'm going to say it, Perhelion. Um furthest point from the sun basically um then we'll be getting a quadrant no a a mutual shower on the fourth so the day so the night straight after earth at perihelion yeah i said it um the mutual shower will be the quadranted mutual shower then on the 17th, it is going to be the first full moon of the year. One of many full moons, actually. Then that's it for now for January. Moving on to, to February, we then have Saturn at solar conjunction. So we won't be able to see Saturn for the days to come. Coming up to the 4th of February, anyway. Um, then we've got Venus at its brightest, which is when obviously Venus is at its brightest. Then on the 27th, so the last day of February, we've then got a Moon, Venus, and Mars conjunction. So the Moon will pass zero degrees and something inches, not inches, something astronomical units, I'm pretty sure, to either Venus or Mars. Then we've got March. On the 5th of March, we'll be Jupiter at solar conjunction, so we won't be able to see um, Jupiter for the days to come in March. Then we've got the Y-Normid Meteor Shower. Please correct me. Um, on the 14th of March. So that's going to be fun. 
Then on the 20th of March, so six days after the Rhine Normand winter shower, we've got the spring or autumn equinox, depending on where you are. It will be the, I think the, the shortest day of the year. No, or whatever. It's it's going to be either the longest or the shortest. I can't remember. April. So that was the end of March. April. We've got Mars and Saturn conjunction. I can't remember what the um, specs are for of how close Mars or Saturn will be to each other. Then we've got a Jupiter and Neptune conjunction, which I can't really wait for. Well, I can, but, you know, me being me. Then, so, the Mars-Saturn conjunction is on the 4th of April. Then, the Jupiter and Neptune conjunction is on the 22nd of April. I forgot to set a date there. <laughs> Oops. 22nd? 12th. I meant the 12th of April. Then on the 22nd, we've then got the the Lyrid meteor shower, which is a meteor shower that I didn't see this year, which I'm a bit upset about. But what can you do? Um, then on the 30th of April, we've got a partial solar eclipse, which I went up to see. Then... That's the end for April. For May, we've got a Jupiter and Venus conjunction. Can't remember the specs of how close either one will be to each other. Then we've got a Aquamanid meteor shower on the 6th of May. The Jupiter and Venus conjunction was on the 1st. Um, then on the 16th, We've got a total lunar eclipse, um, which Australia won't be able to see. Sorry for those who are in Australia. The 26th of May is the lunar occultation of Venus, meaning that we won't be able to see Venus during that point of time. Then, two days after that, We've got a Jupiter-Mars conjunction, which finishes off May. Moving on to June, we've got um, the start of Saturn's retrograde motion, meaning, for those who don't know what a retrograde motion is, I'll be explaining it now, um, which means that Saturn stops, then um, actually stops going eastward and starts going westward. Um, then on the 14th, um, then on the 14th of June, there will be a super strawberry moon. So that's going to be the first out of three um, super moons for this year. Um, I'm pretty sure everyone will be able to see it. Let's hope so. Um, then on the 21st of June will be the summer or winter solstice, depending on where you are. And that finishes, and that finishes off June. For July, we've 
on the 4th of July, there's the Earth at Aphelion, meaning the furthest point from the Sun. Then on the 13th of July will be the Super Thunder Moon, which is the second out of three Super Moons. On the 21st of July, there will be a lunar occultation of Mars and Uranus, um, which is pretty annoying. Then on the 28th of July, there will be a then Jupiter will start its retrograde motion on the 28th of July, which is um, which is of how Saturn's retrograde motion starts as well. Um, Jupiter stops and starts moving again. Um, then on the 30th of July, there will be a Aquarid meteor shower, and that finishes off July. For August. On the 12th of August, there will be the Super Sturgeon, no, the Super Sturgeon Moon, which is going to be pretty cool. Third and final Super Moon of the year. Um, on the 13th of August, there will be the Perseid Meter Shower. Um, on the fourth, on the 14th of August, there will be Saturn at opposition meaning that Saturn will make its closest approach to Earth. And that finishes off August. For September, there will be a Ovigid meteor shower. So, yay. Then on the 16th of September, there will be a Neptune at opposition. Again, closest point to the Earth. On the 22nd of September, there will be a autumn or spring equinox, depending on where you are, again. Um, nearly finished with, with September as well. Then on the 26th of September, there will be a Jupiter at opposition. So the closest point that Jupiter will be to us. Um, and that finishes off September. For October, there will be a Andromeda at culmination meaning that Andromeda will be able to be seen with the naked eye in a very, very dark place. Um, then on the 8th of October, there will be a Draconid meteor shower. I put it as 8 because it's in the middle of it. It actually goes from the 7th of October to the 9th of October. Then on the 22nd of October, there will be a Orionid meteor shower, which again, I can't wait for. Again, it goes from the 21st to the 22nd of October. Then on the 22nd of October, again, there will be the Saturn's retrograde motion stops, which is pretty cool of how it does that. So from going westward, it'll then stop and start going eastward again, going back to its normal way of things. Then on the 25th of October, there will be a partial solar eclipse, which again, Australia won't be able to see. Sorry guys. Um, on the 30th of October, there will be a Mars enters retrograde motion. Yes, 
Mars has a retrograde motion. I know, I was surprised as well. And that finishes off October. Now, moving on to November, there will be a total lunar eclipse for which we... I think we'll be able to see that one. Yeah, so on the 8th of, of November, there will be a total lunar eclipse. We'll, we'll, we'll be able to see that one. Then on the 8th of November as well, there will be a Sun, Moon, Earth, and Uranus thing of where all four of those things line up. So, yay. On the 9th of November, there will be a Uranus at opposition. So that will be the perfect time for astrophotographers and astronomers like myself to have a look at Uranus. Um, on the 12th of November, there will be a torrid meteor shower. Perfect time to have a look at meteor showers as well, if the night is clear, anyway. And in Australia, it's pretty hot at the moment. During summer, it's hot, but it's a wet heat. Well, we're not even wet. It's more... It's changing between wet and, and dry heat, which is a bit annoying. Then on the 18th of November, so six days after the torrid meteor shower, there will be a Leonid meteor shower. So two meteor showers in one month. That can always happen. Um, then on the 23rd of November, um, 23rd of November, Jupiter's retrograde motion stops. So Jupiter will go from going westward to going eastward again. Um, then that's the end of November. For December, on the 7th, there will be a Mars at opposition, so closest point to Earth. Then on the 7th, again, there will be a lunar occultation of Mars, which is pretty annoying because then Mars will be hiding behind the moon. Or like I don't I don't want to have my pictures done. Um, then on the 13th to the 14th of December there will be a Geminid meteor shower, which is one of the most spectacular meteor showers uh, every year, from what I know of. Then on the 21st of December there will be the winter or summer solstice for Australia. It's the summer solstice. We are coming up to that one now. Um, in four days, for when this podcast will be done, it is four days until the summer solstice for Australia. Then on the twenty second to the no, then on the twenty first to the to the twenty second of December, there will be a Ursid meteor shower, which is again it's a good meteor shower, but it definitely could be better. Um. Then on the twenty no, then on the thirty first of December, three hundred and sixty five spins done. One more revelation in the bag. So to break it down quickly, um, let me go back to the start. Three astronomical events in January. Uh, Earth means our furthest distance from the sun for the Earth. Um, a meteor shower on the fourth and the first full moon of the year. For January, I mean for February, we've got a Saturn solar conjunction 
uh, Venus at its brightest and Moon, Venus and Mars conjunction. That's for February. March, we've got Jupiter solo conjunction, um, a Y-normid meteor shower, then we've got the equinox, spring or autumn equinox, other one. April, we've got Mars and Saturn conjunction, Jupiter and Neptune conjunction. 22nd, we've got the Lyrid meteor shower. On the 30th, we've got the partial solar eclipse. In May, we've got Jupiter and Venus conjunction. Um, then we've got the Aquarid meteor shower. Then we've got a total lunar eclipse. Then we've got the lunar occultation of Venus, Jupiter and Mars conjunction. Then in June, we've got the Saturn's retrograde motion starts. Then a super strawberry moon on the 14th, and the summer or winter. Or this. Then we've got the summer or winter solstice, depending if you're in Australia or not. Um, then in July, we've got Earth at Aphelion, so furthest point from the Sun. Then on the 13th, we've got the Super Thunder Moon, second out of three super moons. Then on the 21st, we've got the lunar occultation of Mars and, and Uranus. Then on the 28th, we've got the Jupiter's retrograde mission starts, 30th, the Saturn Aquarius meteor shower. August, we've got the Superstodium Moon, one of the, well, the final supermoon of the year. Um, on the 13th, we've got the Perseid meteor shower. On the 14th, we've got Saturn at opposition. Then, that's for August. In September, we've got the Origin meteor shower. Then we've got Neptune at opposition. So, perfect time for, for astrophotographers and astronomers to have a look at Neptune. Then we've got the Autumn or Spring Equinox. Um, then we've got Jupiter at opposition, and that finishes off September. For October, we've got the culmination of Andromeda, then the Draconid Meteor Shower, then we've got the Orionid Meteor Shower, then we've got Saturn's retrograde motion stops, then we've got a partial solar eclipse, then we have Mars enters retrograde motion. Then from there, that finishes off October. For, for November, we've got a total lunar eclipse on the 8th, and also on the 8th is Sun, Moon, Earth, and Uranus, Uranus, sorry, sorry, astro, sorry, astronomers, um, astrologers, astrophotographers for pissing you off with that one. Um, Sun, Moon, Earth, and Uranus nearly lines up. Then we've got Uranus at opposition, so again, perfect time for astrophotographers and astronomers and astrologers to take a look at Uranus. Um, then we've got a Taurus meteor shower on the 12th, then the Leonid meteor shower on the 18th, then Jupiter stops retrograde motion on the 23rd, and then that finishes off November. On December, we have Mars at opposition, which is the closest point to the Earth, 
um, then is sadly blocked by the moon with the lunar occultation of Mars. Then we've got the Geminid meteor shower on the 13th to the 14th. Then on the 21st, we've got the winter or summer solstice. Then on the 22nd to the 20, no, then on the 21st to the, to the 22nd, bloody hell, we've got the Ursid meteor shower. And that pretty much finishes off December until the 31st, which is Happy New Year. One more revelation in the bag. Woohoo! Go us, we're making time. Um, but yeah, so that's one of the Ashinomoko events for this year. And yeah, if you guys would, would like to um, listen to any of my episodes, it would be much appreciated if you could subscribe to me and all that. Um, so, yeah. I would like to say a big thank you for you guys helping me out on this, on this podcast. I was struggling for a couple of months or so, trying to figure out what to do for the final episode. I couldn't find the book, so I just went ahead to season two, episode one. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, if you guys have any other questions about my podcast, I will be open for emails. Um, I'll put my email in the description so you guys can send me emails um, and ask about space and all that. But if I don't know the answer, don't um, don't worry. I just send you a link saying, "Hey, here's if this is the answer you're looking for, here you go." But yeah. Um, but anyway, I will cut this episode now and. Keep researching space, I guess.